Chapter Fifty Four of Ancient Tales and Folklore of Japan. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Ancient Tales and Folklore of Japan by Richard gordon smith chapter fifty four the white serpent god harada kurando was one of the leading vassals of the lord of tsurgu he was a remarkable swordsman and gave lessons in fencing next in seniority to harada among the vassals was one gunayu who also taught fencing but he was no match for the famous harada and consequently was somewhat jealous one day to encourage the art of fencing amongst his vassals the daimo summoned all his people and ordered them to give an exhibition in his presence after the younger vassals had performed the daimo gave an order that harada kurando and hira gundayu should have a match to the winner he said he would present a gold image of the goddess of kawananon both men fenced their best there was great excitement gundayu had never done so well before but harada was too good he won the match receiving the gold image of kawanon from the hands of the daimo amid loud cheering gundayu left the scene of the encounter boiling over with jealousy and vowing vengeance four of his most faithful companions left with him and said they would help him to waylay and assault harada that very evening having arranged this cowardly plan they proceeded to hide on the road which harada must traverse on his return home for three hours they lay there with evil intentions at last in the moonlight they saw harada come staggering along for as was natural on such an occasion he had with friends been indulging in sake freely gundayu and his four companions sprang out at him gundayu shouting now you will have to fight me to the death harada tried to draw his sword but was slow his head whirling gundayu did not wait but cut him to the ground killing him the five villains then hunted through his clothes found the golden image of kawanon and ran off never again to appear on the domains of the lord of sugaru when the body of harada was found there was great grief donosuke harada's son a boy of sixteen vowed to avenge his father's death and obtained from the daimo special permission to kill gundayu 
as and when he chose the disappearance of gundayu was sufficient evidence that he had been the murderer yonosuke set out that day on his hunt for gundayu he wandered about the country for five long years without getting the slightest clue but at the end of that time by the guidance of buddha he located his enemy at gifu where he was acting as fencing master to the feudal lord of that place yonosuku found that it would be difficult to get at gundao in an ordinary way for he hardly ever left the castle he decided therefore to change his name to that of ipai and to apply for a place in gundao's house as a shugen a samurai's private attendant in this ipai as we shall now call him was particularly lucky for as gundao was in want of such an attendant he got the place on the twenty fourth of june a great celebration was held at the house of gundao it being the fifth anniversary of his service to the clan he put his stolen golden image of kawanan on the tokonoma the part of a japanese room raised five inches above the floor where pictures and flowers are placed and a dinner with saki was set before it a dinner was given by gundao to his friends all of whom drank so deeply that they fell asleep next day the image of kawanan had disappeared it was not to be found a few days later ipai became ill and owing to poverty was unable to buy proper medicine he went from bad to worse his fellow-servants were kind to him but they could do nothing that improved his condition ipai did not seem to care he lay in his bed and seemed almost pleased to be getting weaker and weaker all he asked was that a branch of his favorite omato rodea japonica should be kept in a vase before his bed so that he might see it continually and this simple request was naturally complied with in the autumn ipai passed quietly away and was buried after the funeral when the servants were cleaning out the room in which he had died it was noticed with astonishment that a small white snake was curled round the vase containing the omoto they tried to remove it but it coiled itself tighter at last they threw the vase into the pond not caring to have such a thing about them to their astonishment the water had no effect on the snake which continued to cling to the vase feeling that there was something uncanny about the snake they wanted to get it farther away so they cast a net brought the vase and snake to shore again and threw them into a stream 
even that made but little difference the snake slightly changing its position so as to keep the branch of omoto from falling out of the vase by this time there was consternation among the servants and the news spread to the different houses within the castle gates some samurai came down to the stream to see and found the white snake still firmly coiled about the vase and branch one of the samurai drew his sword and made a slash at the snake which let go and escaped but the vase was broken and to the alarm of all the image of the kawanon fell out into the stream together with a stamped permit from the feudal lord of sugaru to kill a certain man whose name was left blank the samurai who had broken the vase and found the lost treasure seemed particularly pleased and hastened to tell gundaru the good news but instead of being pleased that person showed signs of fear he became deadly pale when he heard the story of the death of ipai and of the extraordinary appearance of the mysterious white snake he trembled he realized that ipai was no less a person than yonosuke son of harada whose appearance after the murder he had always feared true to the spirit of a samurai however gundayu pulled himself together and professed great pleasure to the person who had brought the image of kawanon moreover to celebrate the occasion he gave a great feast that evening curiously enough the samurai who had broken the vase and recovered the image became suddenly ill and was unable to attend after he had dismissed his guests at about ten p m gundaau retired to his bed in the middle of the night he awoke with what he took to be a terrible nightmare there was a choking sensation at his throat he squirmed and twisted gurgling noises proceeded from his mouth to such an extent that he aroused his wife who in terror struck a light she saw a white snake coiled tightly round her husband's throat his face was purple and his eyeballs stood out two inches from his face she called for help but it was too late as the young samurai came rushing in their fencing master was black in the face and dead next day there was a close investigation messengers were dispatched to the lord of tsugu to inquire as to the history of the murdered harada kurando father of yonosuke or ipai and as to that of gundayu who had been in his employ for five years having ascertained the truth the lord of gifu moved by the zeal of yonosuke in discharging his filial duties 
returned the golden image of kawanon to the bereaved family of harada and in commemoration he worshipped the dead snake at a shrine erected at the foot of kodoyama mountain the spirit is still known as hajuka no myojin the white serpent god end of chapter fifty four recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c